Good afternoon. Welcome to this afternoon's edition of the Richard Urban Show. I am your host, Richard Urban, coming to you from historic Harpers Ferry, West Virginia. We bring you news and views from God's point of view. Today's episode is, Do You Know the Facts About COVID and the COVID Vaccines? Well, recently I was traveling and, you know, I was seeing some news I usually don't see on the TV. And I found out, not surprisingly, was reminded of all the incorrect and false news that's out there. So let's talk about the following facts about COVID and the COVID vaccines. If you are younger than 70 years old, COVID is less deadly than the seasonal flu. It has an infection fatality rate of 0.05%, or 5 out of every 10,000 people infected, dying. For comparison, the seasonal flu has an infection fatality rate of about one-tenth percent. That's about twice as high as COVID for those under 70 years old. For people of all ages, the infection fatality rate is 0.23%. So this year, in 20 to 21 flu season, there are almost zero flu deaths. Amazing, they just went away. No, they counted what normally would have been flu deaths or infections as COVID. When we consider the statistics I just mentioned, it assumes that the COVID deaths are reported accurately, but they're anything but accurate. Only 6% of COVID deaths are from COVID only. There are some 2.8 comorbidities or other conditions in the average COVID death. Even some people who died in vehicle accidents were counted as COVID deaths. Go figure. If the standards for reporting COVID deaths had not been changed from the standards that had already been established, there would never have been any crisis. Hmm. The PCR test is virtually useless, except as a scare tactic in its current form. So it finds fragments of COVID or other coronaviruses, but this does not mean that you have COVID disease. It depends on the number of cycle thresholds that they use. For cycle thresholds up to 17, the test is quite accurate. However, different tests in the United States and elsewhere typically use 35 to 40 cycles. For instance, I was looking at Matthews Institute of Technology, and their uh, test uses 40 cycles. Tests above 34 cycles is 80% false. In other words, cock-a-doo-doo, garbage. And for over 34 cycles, virtually 100% false positives. So why take the test? What's the point? The point is to scare people and make a crisis that doesn't exist. Interestingly, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, or CDC, have now changed the criteria for so-called breakthrough cases. That means cases of COVID and fully vaccinated. Go figure, fully vaccinated. There's been tens of thousands of cases to 28 cycles from a previous value of 40 cycles. In other words, if they're using the same criteria they're using for testing, practically everybody who's had the vaccination would be testing COVID positive. If that in itself shows you the whole thing's a scam, the PCR testing part at least is a scam. So what about these new vaccines, the Moderna, the Pfizer, etc.? Well, the vaccine is a new untested technology. It uses either mRNA or DNA technology. It's only approved under emergency and emergency authorization. It's not approved 
officially. No one knows the long-term effects of having spike proteins created by the experimental mRNA vaccines in our body. They could have many unwanted effects, like causing autoimmune diseases. They collect in and clog the small capillaries in our bodies. There are already 11,405 reported deaths and 36,117 serious adverse reactions requiring hospitalization from COVID vaccines as of July 26, 2021. According to a confidential informant at the CDC, the actual number is at least five times higher, thus 57,000-plus COVID vaccine deaths. That's 57,000, hello, and 108,585 serious COVID vaccine injuries requiring hospitalization. In other words, the damage of the vaccines is worse than the, so, the disease. So another point is that the big medical mafia and the big fake media are complicit in COVID fear-mongering and disinformation. Consider Dr. Paul Thomas of Oregon. He's a pediatrician. His license was suspended last December and is still suspended for the crime of publishing the truth of that unvaccinated children in his practice are much healthier than, un than vaccinated children. In other words, he had a pediatric practice with some 3,000 patients. Many were at least partially unvaccinated, and those children were much more healthy than the ones who were fully or mostly vaccinated. So they suspended his license. What crime did he commit? Well, the crime was telling the truth and going against the big medical mafia and big fake media. Consider the fact that have you noticed, I'm sure you have, you go on certain stations like, um, say, the Hallmark Channel, half or more of the ads are for drugs. Must be targeting the senior population. I don't know. Anyway, the point is they make a lot of money. You think they're going to be running any specials on the truth about vaccines? I doubt it. What about the pharma companies? They also make huge profits on COVID vaccines, and there's no legal liability if you get injured or die. With other vaccines, already there was no liability since 1986, but there is a so-called vaccine court, which gives hard-to-get and insufficient compensation. But go figure, even that doesn't apply for the COVID vaccine. Because of emergency authorization, almost nobody's getting any comp compensation. So if your work pressures you to get a vaccine and you drop dead, too bad. Your family can't get any compensation. Or if you're injured or get paralyzed or anything else, you can't get any compensation. Tough luck. So on July 21st, 2021, America's frontline doctors filed a lawsuit asking for an immediate stop to emergency use authorization for COVID vaccines for three groups of people. One, young people age 18 and under who are statistically at 0% risk of dying, and who also do not spread COVID to adults. That's right. Young people don't spread COVID, so why are we have masking them up in school? No reason. Political theater. It's actually harmful for their health. Two, all those, this is those who are to stop uh, the lawsuit asked stopping COVID vaccinations. All those who have already recovered from COVID-19, natural immunity is superior to manufactured immunity, Many have already had COVID become seriously ill after seeing the vaccine. I know many neighbors. They had COVID and then they got the Dagon vaccine and made them really sick. They shouldn't give it. They already have natural immunity. It causes reaction to the antibodies already present. 
but they don't even test. It's completely irresponsible. The people who do this stuff should be in jail, in my opinion. Three, third category of people who should not get the COVID vaccination must be stopped immediately. Every other American who has not yet received informed consent as defined by federal law. Recipients have to be of an age to make informed decisions and must be provided with all the risk-benefit information. Well, in D.C., they're trying to, not trying to, they have approved. They could shoot up your kid. Now, they're not doing COVID yet, they know, because they haven't been required in the schools. But who knows what's coming down the pike. But they can shoot up your kid with HPV or any other vaccine. They could shoot up your 11-year-old daughter with HPV. If your 11-year-old daughter tells them, they, they ask her, oh, would you like a um, HPV vaccine? You'll be one less. And your 11-year-old daughter, being as thoughtful as she is and informed about world affairs, don't get me wrong. I mean, I'm not against 11-year-olds, and they can be very smart, but are they prepared to make life-threatening or life-changing life decisions? What is, no, of course not. Now, what is wrong with these people in D.C.? Are they insane? Are they crazy? Do they intentionally want to ruin your family and kill your kids? I don't know. Ask them. Anyway, and also everybody else who hasn't had a clear risk-benefit analysis. This weekend, I was in an event. I was talking to some people. You know, the lady was vaccinated, husband vaccinated, daughter going to college was vaccinated, or she had to wear a mask if not, where they told them, hmm, that's not very good. And then I mentioned, oh, you do know the, the vaccines are experimental. No, they didn't know. What the heck? Most people don't even know they're experimental. And they believe because the government is telling them, oh, it's safe. Oh, you might get a little rash. Yeah, you might get a little rash. You also might die or be hospitalized. Shoot, you know, 50,000, 11,000 recorded deaths, which is really more than 50,000 or might even be double that, 100,000. Who knows? They're not honest. They're not transparent. So let's take a minute now. I'm going to go on the VAERS database, it's Vaccine Adverse Events Reporting System, and let's read a few of the cases of the people who died after receiving COVID. And remember, that's already more than um, 11,000 cases. Not 1,100, 11,000 people in just this time, which is actually... According to Insider at the CDC, more than 50,000, which may well be 100,000 more, are dead after taking COVID vaccine. Hello, did you know that? I hope so. Okay, let's look at some of these um, case reports. This is the MedAlerts database, and it accesses the um, VAERS database, which can also be accessed um, at VAERS, but this is a very good uh, interface for it. So on 716, we now have 11,405 cases. It looks like it has not changed since it checked it a couple days ago. So maybe they haven't updated it. Where the patient has died. This is just the first page that came up. There's 1,141 patients. Remember, this is only like about one-fifth of the actual cases, or it could even be one-tenth. So what happened here? Here's a 66-year-old male in Colorado. He was in senior living. He had an anaphylactic reaction. He was foaming at the mouth, pains in extremities, pulse absent, i.e. dead, unresponsive. Died on Christmas Day, December 25th. It says he had, did have underlying conditions, but still. And when did he die? It says 
vaccine administered 1223, died 1225. So that's less than 72 hours, 48 hours. Okay, here's another person senior living. Death. Symptoms. Yep, death is a symptom, that's for sure. Anaphylactic reaction. Other neuroleptic syndrome. This is an older male, 84. A patient had mild hypotension, decreased oral intake, somnolence, started three days after vaccination, death five days after administration. Says he did have advanced dementia, was a hospice eligible based on history of aspiration pneumonia. Okay, he had underlying issues. Okay, but why are they giving these people already frail and weak the vaccine? It's actually killing them. Okay, and by the way, I haven't, I've not chosen the worst ones. I'm just going down the sheet. These are the ones that came up. Okay, this 84-year-old female, senior living. Um, it says here, got the COVID-19 Pfizer bio and tech. Did have dementia before and some other conditions. Vaccine minister with no immediate average reaction. Screen questions completed. Resident not feeling sick. Approximately 1.30 p.m., the resident passed away. Wow. Two hours after seeing the vaccine, the resident died. Of course, that was just a coincidence. Not. Crazy. One more of these uh, elderly patients. We'll go over. 85-year-old female, Pennsylvania, senior living. Right up. My grandmother died a few hours after seeing the Moderna COVID vaccine booster. Well, I don't expect that the events are related. Mm, well... The treating hospital did not acknowledge this, and I wanted to be sure a report was made. In other words, the hospital wasn't even going to report it. So, so five times not reported is probably low. A more realistic is probably 10 times. So very likely, definitely 50,000, 100,000 of you have been killed by the vaccine. No, not by COVID, by the vaccine. Okay, let's do a random test here. I don't want to. Okay, let's go to page seven. And by the way, I haven't looked at this before. Okay. Still more elderly people. 86-year-old male. Uh, senior living. Death, dysphagia, feeding disorder, lethargy. Right up. Patriot C vaccine, 1421. He was in the hospice. So why would they give someone a hospice who is already about to die COVID vaccine? To get him to die more quickly? He was there for renal failure, was able to get up in his wheelchair and eat. And take medications. On 1521, he was known to be very lethargic and could only mumble, could not swallow. He was too lethargic to get up out of chair. Uh, and he died. 17, two days after vaccine. Okay. Here's a six year old male in Ohio. We'll do three more. Six year old male. It doesn't say he's in senior living. Uh, death. Notified Tay that he passed away. No other details, no. Okay, that doesn't say to him. Okay, let's go quickly here. We'll go to page 14. Again, I have not previewed these ahead. 89-year-old female, California, senior living. He died. Vaccine 1-4. Died two days later. Received first dose 1-4, Resident having SOB. Sorry, I don't know what that is. Increased weakness. O2 stats dropping. She's had a fall, dizzy weakness. Said she didn't have COVID. Lethargic, disoriented, on oxygen. Returned from ER. Had new diagnosed leukemia. Et cetera, et cetera. Died. 
Okay. Two more. I know it's a little lengthy, but I was just shocked at the kind of things, you know, what's going on here. So a lot of these are elderly patients. So why are they getting the vaccine? It's supposed to be keeping them from dying, but it appears to be killing them. Even several reports said they gave the vaccine to patients who already had COVID. That's crazy. That causes a severe reaction. And if you're ready near the end, that'll definitely put you over. So what's their intention? To kill the patients faster? Okay, here's a 57-year-old female. Okay, it's not, it doesn't say she's in um, any kind of special care. COVID, Pfizer, BioNTech. Death three days after receiving second dose of COVID vaccine. Unknown and related to vaccine ministry. Oh, okay. Well, you can believe anything you want. Okay, let's scroll down, scroll down, scroll down. Scroll down. Here's a 55, last one. 55-year-old male. By the way, I've not previewed these. I'm just randomly selecting them. Okay. Uh, he died. Nausea, pulse absent. You know, I'd say you're dead if your pulse isn't there. Patient woke approximately. Okay, got the vaccine, 115. Dead, 116. January 16. Patient woke, two, complained nausea to group home staff. So this person was in some kind of group home. Uh, we don't know more details. Files were checked that time. And WNL, not sure what that is. Patient went back to bed. Staff went to make patient. He was unresponsive, had no pulse. So he died in his sleep. Wow. That is something else. Let's pause for a second. Then we're going to close by looking for a minute at uh, Dr. Paul uh, Thomas and what happened to him. Okay, this is Dr. Thomas's website. Dr. Thomas lost his license, as I mentioned, in December 2020. Why? He had a pediatric practice, and he was conscientious, and he looked at whether vaccinated or unvaccinated patients were healthier. And far and away, the unvaccinated children were healthier. And he had a lot of children, a few, who, some who were completely unvaccinated, and many who are less vaccines. So that was clear. And for showing this, committing this terrible crime of taking care of his patients, he was uh, suspended his license. You know what? This is not called health. This is not called science. This is called the mafia. Literally the mafia. They might as well have gone in there with some guns and held them up because that's exactly the same thing. Um, this is crazy. So here you can see his site, paulthomasmd.com. And you can donate and hear his story there. So I highly recommend that you do that. So I'd like to conclude. And I'd like to encourage you, just say no. I'm not getting the COVID vaccine. Period. I guess I'll be in jail if they require it. My wife isn't getting it either. Look at the adverse effects. This is insane. Putting an experimental vaccine into you or your kids. So if your kids are going to college and the college says that they have to get a vaccine or walk around with masks or not even come, hey, goodbye college. Take your money elsewhere. I'm sure, you know, you're spending good money on that unless they have a full scholarship. You're attending tens of thousands on it. And even if they do have a full scholarship, their health is not worth it. Also, you know, apart from any kind of indoctrination they're going to get from the school, which they will, is it worth the risk? No, not, you know. So absolutely, we have to resist and also sign the petition against medical discrimination. I'll put the link on the screen here. And uh, 
so you you don't approve of things like airlines or businesses mandating vaccines or I don't approve and I hope you don't either so you have to be aware of what's going on turn off all the fake news don't listen to it it's about money it's not about your best interest you see what happens to people who are looking out for your best interest like Dr. Paul Thomas they um, censor them wouldn't try to put him out of business well maybe he can't practice medicine but I bet you his influence is going to go far and beyond more than it was before and I recommend you check out his site, donate to him if you feel so inclined. I did. And, you know, do everything you can to support freedom. So do know the facts about COVID and the COVID vaccines. And, you know, even taking one vaccine could put you over the top. Say you have some genetic condition that you may not even know about, and you take a vaccine. It happened to, happen to many people, but there's, you know, recent testimonies listening to a perfectly healthy guy, athletic guy. Took a new job. They said, "Hey, get the DPT vaccine." And he's, he, you know, he already had all the other vaccines. Anyway, it gave him a severe reaction. He couldn't move. He was par paralyzed. He's still having trouble with all kinds of reactions. Was it worth it for some job for fifty, hundred, hundred fifty, however much thousand? Is your health worth one hundred fifty thousand, two hundred thousand, a million? I don't know. You answer that question. Anyway, I hope this has given you facts that you, you find useful. If you like this information, please do share. We have a written um, blog on this too. You can share at um, visionroot, B-I-S-I-O-N-R-O-O-T.org. Do share this um, podcast if you like it in video. And I hope that you will have a blessed day. Until next time, this is Richard Urban, pointing to Restore Carpets Ferry. Do be blessed and good afternoon.